1689 Saturday. Hey, hey. Who, uh, wait, oh, 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 I've got a, got a quote from Nick Cleely. Got a oh, quote. no. Yeah, just hang on. It's going to be great. This is, uh, if you've been on Facebook recently, you will have noticed this amazing. I'm feeling, oh. I'm feeling memified. Oh, that was so, me- okay, you ready? I am hoping to destroy several ideas in this series on membership. Casual attachment. Shallow engagement, low levels of commitment, viewing the church as an optional extra. Can we be biblical in the way we think about church and view it as absolutely necessary? Let's roll the tape. Wow, that was a great intro song, hey? <laughs> intro song pales, <laughs> pales in comparison to that. It's like you're Lennon Ravenhill, bro. Yeah, whatever. It's like, you're just coming out there. Dude, that is such a Le- Leonard Ravenhill quote. Um, it's, you can imagine shouting it. You know, you can get on a soapbox. I'm hoping <laughs> to destroy several ideas in the series <laughs> and then hey, here it is we're destroying full fists in the church and then, bro it's just like casual attachment shallow engagement low levels of commitment i mean dude it's awesome well done i like it so go check out that awesome meme like nick's looking crazy handsome in his um very dignified my wife said wow nick looks like a banner of truth pre- preacher and yeah. it's true Skinny. <laughs> yeah, they just chopped you off halfway. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. But anyways, what I'm saying is I feel kind of honored to have you on for 1689. Um, yeah. You know, after that meme-like extravagance. Um, I mean, about, what is the theology of memes? Aren't they like offensive and wrong? I don't know. A meme like that was epic. I put it on my Facebook thing. I was like, dude. I am proud to know this guy. I don't. Even, I don't even know what your problem is with. With I mean, you get it's like it's like the it's the epitome of modern communication. It's pure isogesis. Well, it's just it's, like a cool quote. All, all I'm doing is I'm using your face to say what I want to say, <laughs> and I'm use your words and I take them out of context so that I can be heard actually meaning what I mean. Uh, but you, I mean, that's not out of context though. I mean, it's it's it's, yeah, you, it's probably one of the milder uses. Matt Linton, <laughs> who did the meme, uh, shares an, a, a passion for ecclesiology as I do. So you know, it's forgiven. Okay. But uh, I'm thinking of all the other, you know, the the, the harder forms of memes that we see out there. Whew, that was you know, close the, call, Matt. You were about to get slammed. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Matt. Matt. Wow. Matt Linton. Who's right. married to Hannah, and that <laughs> photograph just happened to be from his wedding. <laughs> you shouldn't tell people that. Don't tell. Them. It looks like you're preaching at this banner of That's truth. That's not the inside of my church. Don't come to my church to see that building. That's not where we meet. <laughs> that was an yeah. Anglican church. Uh, <laughs> but man, it looks cool, um, bro. On that note, perseverance of the saints. Amen, brother. Amen. Good note. <laughs> Good note. Um, all right what are we saying about so let's let's start with a question what is the difference between perseverance of the saints and once saved always saved Ooh, 
good question. I think the big thing is mechanism. You know, there's a yeah. What I mean is that you have a kind of mechanical approach to to with uh, perseverance, which is not actually perseverance. It's more the one saved, always saved, and it goes a little something like this. You know, if if you did this thing, then you will you can be assured. You know, it's it's just that's it. There's you know, there's a bit of a it's too clean, it's too neat. It, it actually I think comes from a dispensational theology that undergoes it you know you pass the test yep it does you know an Arminian theology and an Arm- yeah well uh well Arminians deny it don't they well the dispensationalists are often one point Calvinists uh, oh, okay. Arminians yeah true yeah yeah they well have, and they, it, they, it, have, they have the tea of tulip well I would actually say they, that they have their own twist on it it's not perseverance of the saints it's more yeah. like a once saved always saved yeah, and the weird thing is that it actually, yeah, exactly right. Because those, those, um, you know, there are, and you can't say this for everyone, but there are, there is a majority kind of camp out there that hold to dispensationalism and Calvinism, and the Calvinism is typically a four-pointer kind of weakish one, um, and yet, you know, they'll hold quite determinately to to this um, this this idea of one saved, always saved. But it actually doesn't come from their Calvinism. It comes from their dispensationalism, no. which is an interesting kind of little difference here. Whereas obviously perseverance is coming directly from a good, um, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, chapter 17 is coming from a from a totally well-orbed kind of uh, Calvinism. Uh, and it's not mechanical. It's not like you believe this and, and, um, and, and you're good. You know, you don't have to worry about it. You just look back to that decision yeah. card or look back to the test you passed. Rather, it's, it's uh, are you abiding? You know, well, you are abiding if this is happening, but, you know, you are guaranteed to abide um, rather than, than uh, you, you know, you're just guaranteed to make it even as a carnal Christian or something like that. Amen. Yeah. I mean, this, is, this has been pretty important for us. Uh, you'll know that we've been engaging with Gloria Val. Right. And as soon as they heard that we were Calvinists, they began to preach against our church and against Calvinism and saying, you know, we're not these once saved, always saved sorts of Christians like those people off in Timaru. Mm. Um, and so the picture they have in their minds of Calvinism is that you hear the gospel, mm-hmm. you walk the aisle, you say the sinner's prayer, you get your fire insurance, mm-hmm. and you go live any way you please. And no matter what, you can go and kill, the, you know, you can go kill, kill God, you're still going to go to heaven. Mm. Um, and uh, so there's this this weird hyper security uh, version of one saved always saved, which is misconstrued to be mm. the teaching of Calvinism. Mm, mm, totally, yeah. I mean, so uh, in order to get at the teaching of Calvinism, yeah. we need to turn in our 1689, chapter 17, paragraph one. Please open to 1689, <laughs> brothers. <laughs> uh, right, chapter 17 of the perseverance of the saints. Have you got the modern version? I got the old version. I got the modern. Do you want? Do you want to hear the old one? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, is that yeah. is that a paragraph one? We're going to start with. Yeah, let's just start paragraph one. All right, I yeah. don't think we'll get through the whole paragraph. Let's see how we go. Okay. Those whom God hath accepted in the beloved, effectually called and sanctified by His Spirit, and given the precious faith of His elect unto, can neither totally nor finally fall from the state of grace but shall certainly persevere therein to the end and be eternally saved. Seeing, stop. Whoa, whoa, Let's but, stop there. Uh, that's that's enough. That's uh, enough. Just up to the words, eternally saved. Okay, couldn't I go to the semicolon? 
If you try to finish the sentence, you're never going to get there, brother. You're never going to get there. <laughs> it's just four more commas and a semicolon. <laughs> That's all I was looking for. All right, no, cool. Let's start there. Um, yeah, we've got to stop there because, I mean, just in light of our discussion, you yeah, know, yeah. what is the difference between once saved, always saved and perseverance? And I think what we have in these opening words are some incredible distinctives about what a true convert looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they're uh, those whom God has accepted in the, That's the first definition of a Christian. Mm-hmm. Someone who's accepted in the beloved. So this yeah. is not just merely someone who's prayed a sinner's prayer. This is not someone who's done the mechanical thing, as you say. Mm. This is someone who has their true standing in Christ. They are adopted in Christ. Mm. They are effectually called. So it's not only the external call of the gospel, but the internal of the gospel. Where the mm. Holy Spirit has uh, pulled on their hearts and drawn them to saving faith. They are sanctified by the Spirit, and that's positional sanctification there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've genuinely been set apart from sin and death, and they've been placed in the resurrection life of Christ mm-hmm. and given the precious faith of his elect. Mm-hmm. So there's the true faith, the faith of the elect, not the faith of the, uh, you know, we, we see in the parable of the sower. Mm-hmm. There are four seeds, and which of those which of those hearts that received the seed of the word was truly converted? It's only the last one. Yeah. The hard hearts that the birds stole never regenerated. Mm-hmm. The, they, no saving faith. The, uh, the seed that sprang up quickly, but the son of persecution withered. Mm-hmm. The seed that embraced the word joyfully, it seemed, but was choked out by worldliness, was mm-hmm. never saved. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bible clearly says that it's only the fourth seed that truly understood and bore fruit as proof mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. That's the precious faith of the elect that's being spoken of here. Mm-hmm. And it's they that we're being told. They can neither totally, so there are backsliding moments, mm-hmm. nor finally, they will ultimately uh, always be in grace. They can never fall from the state of grace, but mm-hmm. shall certainly persevere therein to the end and be eternally saved. Mm-hmm. So it's just a great way to distinguish true perseverance of the saints on the basis of a true work of grace, as opposed to once saved, always saved, which really fixates on people who've gone through a certain external motion mm-hmm. of answering an altar call. Yeah, it's almost, and we would want to say, yeah, that there's there's substance the first one, mm, and not the second. Totally. Yeah, it's almost uh, maybe maybe this isn't the best comparison, but contrasting a kind of mechanical view to a more organic view, uh, it just feels more organic. The abiding thing is just everything in this whole. You know, God will enable you to abide, but you will abide is the point. Um, you know, it's it's so you're never going to have a situation where where someone is. Um, you know, just um, you know, wondering about carnal Christianity. The Bible doesn't create a category for that. Um, you know that they're a Christian; they must be saved at the end. But uh, you know, they they can just do whatever they want as long as they sign the decision card. Uh, this totally refutes that. But that said, uh, there is a, and this we'll talk about it a little bit later. There is a. Obviously, it's true that you know, while perhaps your assurance is totally done away with during the seasons of sin. Uh, you know, it, it is possible that, you know, people do sin for extended periods of time and are brought back. It does yeah. talk about that a little bit later. So just keep that in mind uh, before yep. we get And here's a question for you. Can a Christian backslide? Yeah. And before they die, they don't repent. And will they still go to heaven? Um, <laughs> wow. Or to put it another way, a more extreme way, can a Christian commit suicide and still go to heaven? 
because that's the ultimate act of non-repentance, isn't it? Right. Got, got it. Yeah. No. Um, yes, they can. <laughs> okay. Great. And, uh, Moving on then. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um no well i mean it's yeah exactly so we're not it's not rooted in our repentance it's not you know it's it's god god god's got you that's the whole thing and um and yet that's going to mean certain things for you normally speaking um but those things only have to do with our assurance more you know they're less to do with um with uh, the actual source of our perseverance and more to do with our assurance of perseverance or uh, our assurance of salvation, um, which, you know, is the next chapter, actually, um, now that I think about it. Yeah. Um, But with that in mind, do you want to read a little bit of the next part? Yeah, let's carry on reading. So it goes on to explain the how, I suppose. It says, um, so it says, and be eternally saved. That's where we start. Seeing the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. So why are we eternally saved? Because the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. From which source? He still begets and nourishes them in the faith. In other words, God's election, his irreversible election is a source from which come. And then he describes it. He he begets and nourishes them in faith, repentance, love, joy, hope, and all the graces of the Spirit unto immortality. And there's your semicolon. So it's basically saying the root is not in our, how well we made our initial decision. It's not even in how well we uh, apply our blood, sweat, and tears in our perseverance. The root of our perseverance ultimately comes from God's uh, irreversible election because the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. Mm, totally. Yeah. There we go. So again, it's sort of just yeah. um, you know trying to distinguish this from your once saved, always saved thing. Uh, it's really it's just an extension of what we know to be true when we first come to Christ, and that God's sovereignty brings about um, a willingness in the day of His power, as the confession says, a, a an effectual call that that um, creates, uh, gives us the grace, and creates in us the desire to worship, and and, and that for a being born again, beginning thing that happens is the thing that God himself will sustain us with in um, sanctification and perseverance. And and so it's not, you know, and what I'm just trying to dri- drive home then is that, you know, we're kind of asking the wrong question if we're asking, you know, how far can I sin or how, you know, how do I, uh, at, w- at what level can I sort of rely on my past experience uh, to to know that I will make it to the end? You know, it's just, it's, it's it's the whole you began in the spirit you'll continue by the spirit um and th- that's such a different dynamic to you know hey I've, I've i've jumped through this hoop and now i'm just waiting for my fire insurance to kick in you know yeah for sure cool well uh moving on then you want, you want to read the next part yeah and though many storms and floods arise and beat against them yet they shall never be able to take them off their foundation and rock which uh, and rock, which by faith they are fastened upon, notwithstanding through unbelief and the temptations of Satan, the sensible sight of the light and love of God may for a time be clouded and obscured from them. He is still the same, and they shall be sure to be kept by the power of God unto salvation, where they shall enjoy their purchased possession, uh, they being engraven upon the palm of his hands. See, that's a tattoo, and their names. Having been written in the book of life from all eternity, yeah, I mean that's what a that's powerful. Not a that's like, uh, 
Yeah. It's a, I'm joking. It's not a tattoo, but it's pretty cool. We are engraved. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a marking. It's actually like a, it's like one of those extreme tattoos. It's like a, like a piercing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so, um, but this is a beautiful part of the confession. Wow. It's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so basically what what is the rock-solid foundation is it's God's unchangeableness. It's not the changeableness of your circumstances. It's not the changeableness of the temptations and the trials you go through. It's not the changeableness of your sight and your understanding of God or your feeling and experience of God. It's, you know, everything can 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 go up and down, but God never changes and that's our that's our eternal security. Yeah, and it sort of raises an interesting thing the the relationship of assurance and perseverance. You know, I always think it's quite interesting in that you can persevere even though you're not necessarily assured of your perseverance, you know, yeah. um, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, almost, well, same as, as, as salvation and uh, assurance of salvation. There's a distinguished uh, thing between the two. But at the same time, if you really understand perseverance, um, then, you know, it, it, it bolsters your assurance. And um, Yeah, amen. And, you know, and I think that's where, the, that's where the language of lament really comes in, in handy. Right. You know, the psalms are full of times where the psalmist isn't feeling things, mm, mm. but he's still clinging in faith to to the to the covenantly covenantally faithful God. Yeah. One, um, of, one of the so great the scripture um, gives us words for that. Yeah. One of the great, um, you know, um, as a deer pants for the water. Mm, psalm forty-two. So you think of that, and it's like, well, um, oh wow, you know, he must have just been like, wow, goosebumps, man. You know, Hillsong was playing. There he is. He's just, you know, he's drinking it in. This is amazing. But he's not, though. He's saying, like, I'm super thirsty. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have water, you know, and I'm, I'm panting for water um, as well as a deer pants for water. You. Yes. Why aren't you with me, God? I need you. Exactly. Yeah. It's like I got nothing, you know, and it's just like to remember that is important because, you know, we tend to like romanticize that moment, but it, it's he's expressing the very depth of blandness, you know, in his soul. Um, Amen. And, now, uh, just just a quick side note. Yeah. While I remember Psalm forty-two. Have you seen the new song, "Lord from Sorrows Deep"? I call. No. Have you seen that song? No. It's just newly, newly, newly uh, released. It's Psalm. It's a it's a rendition of Psalm forty-two. We sang it for the first time on Sunday. Highly recommended. Cool. Who, who is... Lord from Sorrows Deep, I call. I think Getty and someone ah. else is involved. No way. It's really good. I mean, it's 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 pretty himish. It's yeah. like sort of more more old school than new school, yeah. but it's very it's it's uh, I think it's it's trying it's deliberately targeting the language of lament. Okay, brilliant. Um, brilliant. So it's you know we don't have a lot of laments in our songs. Mm, so true. this is psalm specific and it's it's lament rich. So it's pretty good. Where do we get that? Um, it's free. Ah, cool. Um, just so just click. And you can download the music and an MP3 version of it for free. Dude, there we go. Done. Yeah. It's as good as done. The thing is done. If you're <laughs> listening to this from GraceNet, haha, that's a that's awesome. We're gonna do it. Lord from Sorrows Deep I Call. Right. Just that title is is enough to get me. <laughs> you have me at Says the title. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Sweet. So yeah, and just uh, we're engraving upon the palms of his hands uh, and our mm. names. Uh, written in the book of life from all eternity. That, that's where you get that ultimate decree, election idea. I mean, you can see just driving this whole thing along in that, uh, you know, it cannot not be, you know, at the end of the day, God will have his elect. Um, and and that's 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 the source of joy. So it's just good to know, uh, good to know at two different levels in that if you, 
without falling into the one saved, always saved thing, if you have indeed trusted in Christ, and you know if this is true or not, you know, personally, you know, it's just a question. Do you trust him? Have you trusted him? Then, you know, Amen. you know that you couldn't have done that without the, the grace that was given to you. And that assures you of your salvation and election and perseverance, uh, even if you can't feel anything and you're panting like a deer for the water. Um, and, you know, it, it, with that same, uh, you know, thing in mind, if, if it, let's say you can't even remember your, your past experience, you know, and a lot of the time people are looking back for this climactic thing to, to know whether they've come to Christ or not. Well, just forget about that. Ask Ask, you know, if, if it's causing you confusion, just ask yourself right now, do you trust him? And do you Amen. do you worship him? And if so, then the very same truth applies. And, you know, even in the moment, you can rejoice, uh, which is great. Um, that's now, maybe just a quick balancing, because, you know, so far, I'm thinking of those who are from Glory Vale or, mm-hmm. or, or, or like I was as an Armenian. You know, we've made it sound all pretty one-sided, you know, God saves us. So does this mean we can just go and sin any way we want? And the answer is, of course, not. Right. And uh, paragraph three, I think, does 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 uh, bring some other aspects into view, which do remind us of some aspects of our responsibility. Yeah, good. So paragraph three, So this, we should probably just uh, read that before we leave of, of, this, of the topic. Okay. It says, And though they may, through the temptation of Satan, and of the world, the prevalency of corruption remaining in them, and here it is, and the neglect of means of their preservation. Mm-hmm. So we can neglect the means of our preservation. And what that statement is saying is that the Lord uses means to cause us to persevere. Mm-hmm. And so although we neglect those means from time to time and as a result backslide, it does go on to say, and even fall into grievous sins and for a time continue therein, yeah. whereby they even incur God's displeasure and grievous Holy Spirit. So it's pretty serious. Dude, God is still and, angry and they just keep on piling it. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it just keeps on coming. Come to have, come to have their graces and come with impaired, mm-hmm. have their hearts hardened and their conscience wounded, hurt and scandalize others and bring temporal judgments upon themselves. Yet shall they renew their repentance and be preserved through faith in christ jesus to the end yeah yeah that's good so. yeah it's just crazy it's 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 an important thing to remember i mean as you say the neglect of means there is an accountability a responsibility thing but also it's quite a quite powerful and just to think that you know you could be a real christian and truly backslide for a, a long time in a very bad way and yet be renewed in your repentance and preserved to the end and we just don't know you know, that's the bottom line. We know the theological truth, but, you yeah. know, we are stripped of all our assurance of the moment when, when either if that's us, if we're going through that, um, we have no, even though we might well be renewed and, and we might be of, of those who will ultimately be saved, we don't have any assurance in those moments of our salvation. Yeah. And, you know, the assurance comes by our use of the means and our continuing in the way. And, um, and the other thing is that others don't have any assurance of us either. I mean, it's not like they can just look at you and yes. go, you know, uh, you signed your decision card, you'll be sweet. I mean, you know, that, that's so not that, how this yeah, is working. Maybe uh, church, church discipline yeah. technically should be inflicted upon us if we're in that state, which totally. means that you can church discipline a Christian. Absolutely. And yeah. we trust that the Lord would use church discipline as one of his means to mm. restore our repentance. Yeah, the main means even. The, the, yeah. You know, the most powerful, final means you know 
Uh, yeah, Amen. I mean, totally. So, and yeah, that's right. It does. It does uh, just dovetail very well into uh, exactly where church discipline does come in. Um, in fact, I would say probably church discipline is. It, I mean, really, this is the case. This is. There's really no one else that church discipline is going to work on. Perhaps that's not a yeah. a great way to put it, but um, you know, this is the person that church discipline is going to work on. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's mm-hmm. you know it's, it's an important thought because I mean I think often we go oh that guy's disciplined you know that's the end Amen. oh well he's, he's <laughs> you know he's left he's left us shows he wasn't one of us you know yeah. and uh, it's the paradox of uh, handing people over to Satan yeah gives them back yeah keeps them in God yeah amazing yeah so um, man okay we jumped over two there do you want to just read paragraph yes, two yeah, we did sure you want to read through that you read through it okay uh, this perseverance of the saints depends not upon their own free will, but upon the immutability mm-hmm. of the decree of election, flowing from the free and unchangeable love of God the Father, upon the efficacy of the merit and intercession of Jesus Christ and union with Him, the oath of God, the abiding of His Spirit, <laughs> and the mm. seed of God within them, and the nature of the covenant of grace, <laughs> from all which ariseth. Also, to the certainty and infallibility thereof. Boom. So wow. That, uh, but the ultimate rock is God and his, the Trinitarian God and His work for us, His covenantal uh, commitments to us, the unchangeableness of His decree. It's all there. Bro, if you don't get Pentecostal reading that, then there's something wrong with you. You know? Amen. Yeah, that's like a, that's like a, what a beautiful paragraph. It's an amazing, what a, what a yeah. beautiful, this whole section of the, of the, um, you know the whole auto salutis thing in the yes it's just amazing isn't it in the in the 1689 i mean this is where these guys really just shine you know the the puritans and, and uh just working that calvinism out great well there Good. we go 1689 saturday and of course tomorrow is sunday so go to church go to church all right see you next week thanks nick mm-hmm.